Welcome to Hey Miss, this is Dee Dee and Mary. And so we are doing today what probably will become a bit of a series called Bad Teachers, where we talk about people that we've known who were shockingly bad teachers. teachers. It's a very inventive title. Oh yeah, we are clever as heck. It has been a long week. Oh yeah, the longest of weeks. Oh yeah. So um, what we're going to start off with (laughs) is what we've learnt. From podcasting, considering you know we've done episode a few episodes, five? yeah, number five. We've done a few episodes now. We're like experts now, but mm. what we <laughs> <laughs> what we have learned is that we can never again record at my house because I have dogs and apparently extremely noisy dishwasher, a very echoey house, and everything sounds louder than it actually is, but mostly the dogs. They bork. They bork a lot. They are protecting us from Who knows a tree mm. or that person over there. <laughs> the other thing we have <laughs> learned, which is incredibly valuable and, you know, for all you budding podcasters out there, plug in your microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That that's, was embarrassing. That's a good one. That's, you know, one that it's, it's fine. That's, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. If you did listen to our second COVID episode and you got to like 16 minutes in, there was like an awkward sound because I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Gets our viewer numbers up. <laughs> viewer, listeners, whatever. I listened to it and then it's just like 40 seconds of nothing. And then you say, so. And then <laughs> we had to start the music again. That was when we realized that. We had not plugged the microphone in and we were like panicked. What do we do? What happened? So yeah, that that was bad. And the other thing that we did do, and this was like our second episode, is that we recorded the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime twice. Uh, We had to do it twice because the first time um, I didn't realize that I hadn't actually pressed record. What I'd done was accidentally play back the episode we'd already done and it was um, counting down but it wasn't coming through the speakers so yeah it, yeah we got to about the 40 something minute mark yeah. and I kind of I think I, I had a look on my face <laughs> and I was like um so I don't think this is I don't think this is recording because uh it says 57 Yay. minutes and that's how long our previous one was and um yeah. so then we were like no no, that wouldn't happen but it, it did yeah. I think both the microphone plugging in and remembering to press record were both my fault also I mean, it was my house like all of this. <laughs> and then the last one is when I dropped the glass coaster onto your <laughs> table so all of the things we've learned have been all because of me so I'm the bad podcaster naughty DD so I'm the worst yeah the moral of the story is Mary is the best I mean, it's what? Tr- it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> so embarrassment. Yes. At least the my house thing. Like neither of us knew. No. Well, we knew the dog's balking might be a problem, but you know, I was like, no, it's fine. He's under control. He's not. He nope. just barks at all of the things. I mean, that's the joy of being a blind dog is that you could be barking at anything and yes, everything and, and nothing, and sometimes that's okay. He, sometimes he barked at something helpful, like at eleven thirty on Sunday night when our Hello Fresh Marley Spoon delivery hadn't come. We were like, oh no, it hasn't come. We'll have to call them tomorrow. And then at 11.25 p.m. he started barking and woke us up because it was 11.30 p.m. on Sunday and I was asleep. And I woke up and I was like, 
like, shut up, we're trying to see. He gets, he boxes up. And then I was like, hang on a second. That's a truck. They delivered it at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> it was supposed to get delivered between snuck 7 in. and 11 a.m. And they I was snuck like, in. guys. So I had to get up in the freezing cold. Maybe. He didn't get out of bed. No. I got up. My dog accompanied yeah. me to the door, barking yeah. at me the entire time. And then, so that was, that was a little bit helpful. That was helpful. Yeah, totally. I mean, but the other times it's, it's less helpful. It's cute, but not great for I mean, the recording not a cute. podcast. No, that was not helpful. And he barked a lot more than you guys heard in the episode if you listened to it, by the way. Like, we had to pause. Many a time. Many a time. The finger was hovering <laughs> over the pause <laughs> it button. It literally was. Hovering. Just waiting. Like, oh. And you could see, like, his jowls, like, in He gets ready. And I was he like, what? What's going to happen? He, he sasses you. Sassy pants. Love it. And then the other thing I was saying, I mentioned the other episode was that I had readings, like I had books to read and I've read two and a half of the three. So Mindhunters was like, yeah, mommy. And I was like, you know what? Meh. Mm. It was okay. Yeah. And then, but everyone in my family has killed someone. So good. Not a statement, a book. So far. Yes. <laughs> uh, just to clarify. Just, yeah. I mean, I don't know if anyone in my family has killed someone. I'm not going to ask them. I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> and then, but it's a great book. And the back of the book where it says it's a cross between Knives Out and Agatha Christie is so accurate. Mm. And the narrator breaks, does it count as breaking the fourth wall if you're writing it? Yeah. Still? I think breaks so. the fourth wall continuously and talks to you and points things out like this will be important later and like it's just really funny okay and it was really easy to read and i think all up like i put it i think i read it over like a afternoon and the next morning i think maybe all up it took me about five hours was really fun you could even like year 12s i think if they wanted to do i don't know why i always think of teaching words they could do like a comparison between like that book because it's such an easy read even though it looks long it's not and then compare it with like a more traditional it, it was just yeah it was really fun and I've just started pull holes unmasked which so far I'm about I think I've got about halfway through and you can always tell like they get halfway through a type of book and they have pictures in it yeah. like it's, it's pictures of young pull holes looking all cutesy oh, hashtag hot for holes <laughs> hashtag hot for holes uh, it's so cute and so I was reading at the hairdresser last night and I forget Aww. that not everyone reads quickly mm-hmm. and so I had started it I'd read five pages before I went to the hairdresser by the time I left because I was there for like two hours I was halfway through the book oh wow and she was like have you read that before no I just read really quick and it's a really easy read and because mm. you can hear his voice if you know what he sounds like yeah. Gets, like yeah so yeah um, I'll bring it you can borrow it I was going to say that's a, that's on my to read list yeah, I so just haven't good. had any time to do reading because I've been so I guess um been drowning in research project because there are just so many elements to it like 2,000 words times by the 20 students in the class and that's just one component let alone the 10 pages of folio for every single student let alone then the evaluation so I have been drowning yeah no it's okay I'm not missing teaching year 12 this year because of that amount of work I have got time to read I have time to mark my other year levels of work without having to say to them I've got year 12 assignments you have to wait I'm actually like even year rates are getting drafts back within like a few days I'm like what's that like (laughs) yeah I don't know I've never done it before it feels nice but yes uh speaking of 
teachers teaching things as we said bad teachers bad teachers bad teachers what did you guys do <laughs> <laughs> I think we might get sued um, no one listens to us so Mary awkward segue into topic what makes someone a bad teacher oh boy <laughs> boy there's well, just so many well, things I feel like like we were saying the most um I think the, the biggest one is complacency. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get too comfortable, you've been doing the same thing for so long. Teaching the same subject. The, the same, same texts. And like when you can like when you can pretty much just run off a rattle off a lesson verbatim. Um, and like, you know, essentially tell the kids every single quote they need for yeah. an essay. It's time for something else. Yeah. When it when you're when it's that comfortable and it's and that's the thing. There's one thing to become com- like a comfortable teacher in terms yeah. of it's you different. know feeling confident, feeling like this is a good lesson, this is a good text. You know that's one thing. It's another thing to just no longer have the passion and joy for it. Yeah. Like I um, recently came across a teacher who doesn't like to read the novel to middle school students. Oh. And I was like, but. Are they- yeah, well, I, I was saying, you know, oh, my novel's taken me a while because we only have, you know, two doubles a week. And so that's only four lessons. So it's, it's taken me a while to get through the novel. But now we're doing like two tasks on it. Like we're doing a transformative mm. and we're doing an analysis. And the kids really loved it. Um, and we're really invested in the book. And they were like, oh, I don't read the book to them. <gasps> He's like, they're not going to read it anyway. I'm like, the whole point is that if you're reading it, they are. He's like, oh, well, I don't have a nice voice like you. I'm like, I don't have a nice voice. Okay. <laughs> One, I don't have a nice voice. They're like part of the reason why I struggle with listening to our own podcast is because I'm like, oh, my voice. I think your voice sounds lovely <laughs> I, on the podcast. I'm not a fan of my own voice, but <laughs> um, like it, I, I was just like, really? But part of being a teacher, particularly in middle years, to foster that love of, you have of reading is it. to read. Because they won't read it other well, so no. how, does, how does he teach the book then? Do you he, just go, oh, well, he sets chapters and then just knows that they're not going to do it. And I'm like, so, but when they do, do the assignment, how do they but do then, it? But then, but then, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so what have you been doing with all this time? Oh, I've been teaching for Naplan. Ugh. So you've been teaching towards a thing that doesn't count for their grade. Ugh, the no plan, that's what I want to call it. It was an advertiser, did you see that? Yeah. We'll talk, I want to do a whole episode, <laughs> it's a segue, I want to do a whole episode on standardized testing yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Like the no plan. Yeah. Yeah. It, I just, my mouth was agape. I can't, I can't. Luckily we're wearing masks so they didn't so know. <laughs> and I think my dead stare just kind of... Yeah, because they felt they me. felt real awkward. They were like, "Oh, I don't have a nice voice like you. I couldn't." Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, you, like the, you, isn't, "You haven't actively called them, but your no, reaction yeah, was but like, my reaction of utter silence man. was just." I don't read it to them. They won't read it anyway. I recorded myself reading. To, I read to my year tens. I read Animal Farm to my year elevens. I read I to mean, my year twelve. To be fair, it's only ten chapters, yeah. so it wasn't that bad. I recorded every chapter, so then if they weren't there, if someone asked me why so and so fell in love, I'm like, well, I recorded every chapter, so even if they didn't listen to me in they could the have class, been watching it. they could have gone back and listened yeah. to it. Oh my god, I can't. I know, and I so that boggled my mind. I was like, okay, <gasps> so okay, that's you. Maybe rethink just yes. just a little, a, and that's not even complacent. That's the next thing we said we're going to talk about, which is being laziness. Yeah. 
was only last year when this student was in year nine who I'm giving away my story before we even get to it who didn't teach their math they just found videos of other people on YouTube teaching that specific thing and they would do that every lesson it wasn't like a once-off thing I'm away here's a great recorded example this was everything (laughs) we're starting this unit and uh, I was like was it the same was like a series like the same teacher like no it's just random stuff each time and then if they didn't get it and they would ask the teacher a question the teacher would say well have you watched the video she'd be like yeah I still don't get it and then the teacher would be like oh we need to rewatch it and just walk away <laughs> that's that's laziness beyond that care. is like you studied this at a yeah. high level like, I mean I don't know on. they didn't mention the teacher's name so I don't know if it was like someone like if you put me in a math class and you're like you need to teach math I would because I'm not lazy try to yes. teach myself math but I might watch a video of myself but I wouldn't just give them no do you remember no. the year the teacher I'm still skipping ahead the teacher decided to part of their teaching style was going to be to let the students teach themselves yep <laughs> which again just sounds like lazy defiant and shockingly didn't work didn't work I'm I'm absolutely shocked that the students like the, the clever students they were fine yeah but all of the students that were mid-range or lower struggled like all hell because every time they tried to ask a question... You need to find out yourself. Research it. This you is need to action research. Action research. I couldn't remember what it was called. Action like, research. Yeah. yeah. I'm it like, not, oh, honey, well. there's action research and then there's... I'm not eh. too lazy. That'd be like me saying to my year eights, we've just started writing a novel essay. I swear to God, some of these kids are like, I've never written an essay before. I know you do baby teacher to you I'm just gonna let you fumble through it and then get you know pissy when you don't do it right and you've done it wrong and how dare you and our next thing would be refusal to move with the times yes like you know I've been teaching this text for 20 years and it worked well 20 years ago and it still works well now and maybe it doesn't maybe saying the n-word and not giving any context um and not you know warning the students maybe that and not having a discussion about it but maybe that maybe that's not appropriate maybe don't do that maybe don't do that but also things like there are some classics that are still relevant yeah Handmaid's Tale oh dear Jesus it's too relevant it's too relevant right now but there are there are books that are still relevant today that were written a hundred years ago and you can still read it it's like Romeo and Juliet yeah okay I'm bagging out Shakespeare in the paper today as well and I was like how dare you but Romeo and Juliet Besides G-O-E English, mm-hmm. still has quite a few things that the kids get really hyped up on once they understand what's happening. Yep. And they might not end up loving Shakespeare or loving the play, but they get it. Yep. They can make the connections with how is it still relevant today. Uh, you know, even if they hated it, they can be like, oh, right, dramatic teenagers, teenage love, love like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, family expectations. They get it. But there are things that need to be left in the past that people refuse because well it worked well 20 years ago if you've been teaching for 40 plus years and you're still teaching the same units or not even the units but the same text that you were teaching 40 years ago you need to have a bit of a look at yourself i think and that's the thing is like i know not every teacher does this but i like to meet my class and mm -hmm. kind of get a feel for them if i don't know them get a feel for them before i kind of really like 
set down what text I'm going to do. Like sometimes I have a really good idea or sometimes I'm like, well, this text will work no matter what class I get. So like I did Jojo Rabbit with my year 12s again and it was so good because heaps of them felt really uncomfortable and I was like, good, use that. Others were like, you know, laughing along and then the the, The the shift changes and they're like, oh, oh dang. Yeah, oh no, so good. I feel bad for laughing. I'm like, we'll have to do a like, talking text about Jojo yes. Rabbit. So good, but it works really well. But in terms of some of the other things, like a novel, you know, I kind of like to get to know the class and kind of yeah. be like, okay, well, this won't work for them, hmm. rather than being like, okay, we're going to do looking for Alibrandi. No matter what, no matter what, it's like sometimes the makeup of the Not class it just doesn't work. Not even my favorite novel. I've no, I never really liked. I did it, it early so. on because it worked well with the class makeup. Like I said, I had yeah. a lot of girls um, and it worked really, really well and the boys thought it was funny. Like, you There know, are fart jokes in there. Yeah, there's fart jokes and they, the they mentioned sex and there's like oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Like, you know, it's it, it kind of conveys real teenage yeah. problems. Yeah, it's like when I met my last, that was going to be the worst grammatically, most grammatically incorrect sentence I've ever said, when I met my year 11s last year, mm-hmm. I was like, the book thief is not going to work here. And it was the film, not the book, because the book is ginormous. I would never make a class reader. I was going to do the book thief, the film, and I met this class, and they've been in with me for like a term. I'm like, I can't do that film. It will be an absolute disaster. Even something a good old favourite like Shawshank, I'm like, no, cannot do it yet, maybe a bit later. We changed it to Deadpool. Yeah. And it was the most engaged they had been the entire time. And once I changed that, we did Shawshank as the intertextual text afterwards, and it was great because then I had kind of met them where they were. Yeah. Like, what's what's the point? And I know Deadpool's not the newest movie anymore, but it was like... It was engaging enough because yeah, it's funny. It's funny. And, you know, it's in that superhero genre that they're obsessed with. So it works. Yes, absolutely. And then we've got, <laughs> like, kind of the obvious things that make a bad teacher. Don't be creepy skis. Yeah. Yeah. That's inappropriate, Fun- Funnily enough, act your age. Yes. But also, just don't... Yeah. Don't... Just be just be mindful of what you say and how it comes and across. how you act. Yeah. And You're not one of the bros. Ugh, the bros. No, it's what you do for the bros. It's what you do for bros. Um, you're not one of the bros. You don't need to be one of the bros. You shouldn't have to... You shouldn't have that intrinsic need for the approval of teenage to boys. Impress, to impress the teenagers. That's not what we're like, here for. What's your problem? I mean, we were just literally talking about our day and I was saying that, yeah, of course it's easier if the students actually like you, but it's not required no. for you to do your job. No. And you trying to befriend them is not helpful. No. And not really, it's not safe for you or them. No. And like, just... Especially for younger teachers, if you're younger and you're starting. Especially, like, when I first came out of uni, I was only, like, five years older than the year 12s. Because I went to... I turned 18 while I was at uni. So I was young when I went on my first teaching prac. I was only, like, 21 or something. And then by the time I finished, I think I was 23. So I was only five years older than the year 12s. And they are, like, in your age bracket. Yeah. So I had to be super careful to be... You can you can understand them, you can relate to them more because they are kind of the same age as you. Yeah. You have to be so careful. But then as you get older, that shouldn't even be a thing you think about. Yeah. Like the amount of stories that you see uh, in the news so about teachers yeah. who like it was again in they had the advertiser in the staff room today. It was a travesty. The trash advertiser. Um there was a, a thing about a, a teacher 
teacher who had been having like ongoing multiple affairs with students said, what is happening? What is happening in your brain? I don't I, I just, I cannot stop. I, I cannot wrap my head around it's it. It's disgusting. I really right. can't. Because so, I, when, like when I see them, like even my year 12s, I'm like, they're still just babies. They're little baby babies. They're still babies. Like they, they still need happening. me to like, you know, help them. How and like look after them and can, you know like basic things like friendship issues they still need know, help oh, this person. well that's like the G12s a couple of years ago they had this big bust up and they were like crying and they don't know what to do and you're like you know what I mean this is what even matter oh but you're such a baby it's like I don't like you don't realise there's a whole big world out there it's gonna be oh, okay stop. like it'll be okay but and that's the thing is like I can't I can't get that out of my mind it's just so bizarre it. it's so strange it's so gross don't be creepy yeah. people just don't be a creep Cool. Awesome. So we have basic, there are basic guys. There you go. Those are the rules. Um, so we have a couple of things that we're gonna kind of cover in today's episode. I think we kind of mentioned the fact that we have so many stories. We're gonna have to do we're gonna do multiple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Um, spread them out because the stories range from shock, horrifying, to funny. Very funny. So they're all in all over the place. Oh yeah. So we're gonna start today with talking about um, prep teacher experiences. So I'm going to talk about a, an experience with my first um, me being a prep teacher. You're a little baby. Yeah, me being a tiny little baby. Um, it was my uh, second year of uni. Oh, so terrifying. Had to do a week of country prep. And I got landed with Murray Bridge. Oh yeah. It's not even the most country, no, of country yeah. places. Is and it that really? was that was the funniest thing was that I had written on my form that I don't have transport. Right. And so they gave me Murray Bridge where you needed to get transport every day. Because you could potentially, if you wanted to, come home every day. Yeah, but yeah. I said that I don't have transport. So like I can't it. drive. My dad, I mean, you can My now. daddy had to drive no, me. No, and my baby. friends who also couldn't drive, including a, like, you know, woman in her 40s. So oh, there, wow. were, there were multiple of us that would, like, carpool there. have to go there. together. Yeah. You really and were a baby. I was a baby. And so I, I can drive now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's all sorted. It's all, it's okay. Um, but the, the most hilarious thing was meeting my prep teacher. I thought, oh, he's, you know, he's young, but he's got, like, lots of ideas. He seems, like, really cool chill that's like nice. that's gonna be really interesting it to kind of see what his style is like like i, I bet like once he... he gets in the classroom like he's gonna make connections i feel like it's gonna be bad the first half an hour of the day i was like okay so what, what do you plan on teaching today and he was like well and he literally just went online and checked what other teachers were teaching for the year levels that he also had and just ripped everything they had so was like printing out the worksheets they had just <laughs> like ripped like he's like I didn't plan anything I'm just I'm like okay you would think if you've got a prep teacher you would like try to impress them and be like oh look I've done all this planning like he impressed upon you what not to do so very very much so and so like you know he did a impromptu uh, limericks thing which didn't even work with what they were actually learning because they were like but weren't we doing a novel sir (laughs) yeah it was quite funny but I, I must admit, it's one of the most memorable moments of my life. A student was able to rhyme chlamyd with the mid. So, I mean, I did learn things. I learned a lot. I love that so <laughs> Got chlamyd in the mid. Oh, no. You know, limericks. They're meant to be dirty, it's fine. And it really wasn't fun. Oh, this no. was like a year the ten class. Said it was, <laughs> it not was bad. really not fun. Oh no, that's so bad. 
at least that's like kind of funny. My bad teacher story on my prank was horrendous. I went to a private school, so I thought this is going to be crazy. It'll be, it was my first prank. So I did the grad dip where you just do two pranks. So I had another degree already and then you just did an extra year. You did a couple of courses that were like, oh, like majored in English lit, so you teach English. Like, cool. Two pranks, that were five weeks each. That was all I got. My very first one, I get in touch with a teacher. She never answered my emails. So I was like, good sign. You know, you have the, and they still make you do it now. Like I have a practice starting in a couple of days, bless them. <laughs> and so sort of emailing me and hey, what about this? And he asked me if he could do a unit. And then I was like, well, we're up to that. So he's like adapting to where we're up to. So I was like, what do I do? She didn't tell me anything. So I came in, first teaching prac. It's a little bit different now. They do like, um, you take one of each class you're going to eventually take and he'll end up teaching an 80% teaching load because uh, he's there for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I come on the first day. I did one lead-in day. She gave me a copy of her timetable um, that she had printed out for me, important to the story, and got me to highlight the lessons. You're teaching all of them okay. from the very beginning. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Uh, luckily for me, she had units like this is where we're up to but I was taking over everything but uh, but kind of luckily it was prescribed the only thing that wasn't prescribed was teaching Romeo and Juliet to year nine which was terrifying because oh, okay. they're, they're yep. kind of babies I was gonna say they, that's young I know other schools do it like much younger I guess they mm. maybe don't go in as much depth but she gave me no like what was the task oh you just you design your own task no guidance no nothing okay 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 so okay. that wasn't even the worst the worst thing was that was my lead-in day. I had sent her. These are the things I'm thinking. So the units were done except for this Romeo Julia one. I emailed her and never got any reply. Brilliant. Of course, that was my first class. Yeah. So I came in. I came in early because I was terrified. She'd um, given me this little tiny desk. There was nobody else in the room. It was like this little empty office. And she didn't put me in with her. She put me by myself. Oh. I had nobody in with me. She didn't take me to the staff room. She didn't show me where the toilets were. On my lead-in day, at lunchtime, she just walked off and left me. Okay. And I had to ask, excuse me, can you take And luckily, other people kind of were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. And um, so my first day, I rock up early. I find my way back to the staff room. I look for her. She's not there. She rocked up five minutes before the lesson started. What are you doing? I show her she's like no 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 yes of all the things I have okay that's so I, cool you know brilliant yeah so I bring everything with me anyway thank goodness because she stayed in with me for that first lesson for maybe 15 minutes to introduce me to the students this is let's say Miss Dee Dee whatever um and then she said I have to go print something and then she never came back Oh, so she did that for every class she introduced me and then she would leave so basically from that first day once I'd introduced every class she would just leave me in there by myself she said it would make the students take me more seriously okay but also duty of care and also illegal pretty much so illegal um, and so she would come back in every once in a while and sit at her desk and do some work but basically she was never in the room with me and we soon realised that she had printed out not all of the classes I was teaching so I was sitting at my little desk I was teaching a full load, basically, in my first pack, which you're not supposed to do. No. Sitting at my desk, finally had a free, looking at whatever I was doing, and a, a student knocks at the door. Um, excuse me, Miss Dee, are you coming to teach us today? I was like, pardon? Oh, um, I won't say her name, but the teacher said, you're supposed to be teaching. I look at my timetable, the lesson's not on there. I run, I don't know what year, I recognise the kid, I think it was year 10. 
grab my folder of stuff and she reams me in front of the class. All I do is apologize because I'm in front of the students mm. and keep going. Mm. She keeps me back after I think it was lunchtime and she reams me again and I showed her the timetable and I said, this lesson isn't on here. She's like, well, you should know when the class actually is. It was my first week. I had no clue. Um, yeah, and that was my experience. She said she was going to fail me. So my first week of a five-week block, I'm going to fail you now. I have to call my university supervisor who then had to come in and have a word to her. And I had said to my supervisor, like, is she supposed to leave me by myself? He was livid, I bet. Livid. Yeah. So she wrote me a really horrible report, but she didn't fail me. I don't know if she got into trouble or if the supervisor talked to the principal. The supervisor was like, leave it with me. I passed, but I didn't get a good pass. I had a, I had a similar situation. Thank God my second one was better. Yeah, I had a similar situation because I had three different um, mentor teachers because I teach so many subjects. Mm-hmm. So I had three different ones, um, and the two the two that were younger and that I like really gelled with and kind of like you know made heaps of resources and did like what I thought was pretty good work yeah. considering I was it was my you know first proper teaching crack. Um, they didn't actually write my report. Oh, it no. was the one who I did not see eye to eye with, the one who literally did the same thing as that, where. He just said, so you've got my year nine boys, they are a handful, you've got to do war poetry with them. Oh, and then bye-bye. Didn't give me the poems, didn't give me any indication. I like I would be up till like midnight trying or later to trying to prep for the next day. And I would only do it day at a time because I was scared that I was doing it wrong. So I yeah. wanted to like kind of see, get his approval, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. He'd be sitting at the back doing marking doing whatever so he would he at least stayed in the room but <laughs> when like when he like when the kids left he would be like yeah well that kid wasn't paying attention you should have picked up on that you didn't pick up on that like nothing helpful and like literally just told me everything I was doing wrong got to a point where I was in tears yeah. at my desk because I felt like I was failing like I, I wasn't doing a good job I was trying super hard and like he just was not seeing any part of it it's really interesting I feel like yeah I lucked out with my second one but that bad teacher put such a bad taste in my mouth as someone becoming a teacher that I almost was like you know what this is not the career for me I I did the same thing yeah no I did the same thing I thought this is it like I'm 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 teaching for me I'm gonna have to find another I spend so long now not so long but I put a lot of effort in when I have a prac teacher they're called teacher to not not impress them but to go out of my way to make sure how can I help you yeah. uh, when I if I do give them criticism I try to make sure it's constructive criticism I try to give them feedback and I always try to do that here are all the positive things yeah here are the things you need to work on so that they don't walk out of my classroom at the end of the day feeling like they need to go home and cry at their desk or this yeah. is not the career for me yeah. I did have a really bad prac teacher where I had to call her supervisor and be like I think she's going to fail she's not like as yeah. quiet as a mouse and I was like babes you are going to have to talk you need to louder you are teaching middle school you're teaching eight and nine oh, no. they cannot hear your whisper and she eventually got there but like it was to the point where I pretty it, it was like I was mummy teacher and I was having to yeah. like you know That's start the class start it for her and then give she, it back you know give her the mic so hard so it's tricky but you know it's I mean it was a learning experience I, I did 
develop and grow as a teacher, but it like it almost it, it almost me. it almost ended it for me before like, you even got down. Yeah, there, totally. and like to think now, like what you know, decade into the but job, you still remember it. Yeah, like and now I do the same thing. Whenever I'm a crack teacher, I try yeah. to be so accommodating, even though we're so time poor. I try so hard to make myself available. I feel like that's one of the other reasons that... I know, like, you get paid for this. Like, yeah. why are you being such an asshole? I think it's, like, going a little bit off okay, topic. Okay, still a little bit. It's still, it's a, little still a little bit better. better. But it's, like, if you... You need to tell them the truth. But yeah. you also need to do it in a way that's helpful. It's the same as you treat the students in your class. Yeah. Like, you're not... Go- I might say to a kid, this was not your best work. But I'm then going to tell them how to fix it what can I do this was good I'm never yeah. going to be like this was a complete piece of crap off you go mm-hmm. but also like yeah you get paid to help this person mm-hmm. become a good teacher and if you don't have the time if you don't have the patience then guess what don't volunteer to have a great service no. that makes you a bad teacher makes you a bad colleague to that person yeah. as well yeah speaking of bad colleagues okay shall we call her Miss B because mm-hmm. obviously we're protecting them we don't need to need to say that don't matter so we won't leave any of that in we won't put any of that in but has been teaching for quite some time mm-hmm. quite some not time. first career though no I always forget that yeah so became a teacher hmm, what do they call them maturations yeah. adult, adult learners or yeah. something um, and she is a bad teacher for a few reasons for quite a few reasons so one of the things they like to do instead of using or anything, I don't know, that the kids can interact with is to print out booklets. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like a tree's work. Yes, like this. We like used to get a... We don't get them anymore no, now, but we used to get them a, a uh, email that was basically like, here are the people printing out. Basically, if you were at the top of the list, you were printing out too much stuff. Yeah. I only ever got onto the list when I had to print out drama scripts. Yeah. And then, and then I would make it onto the list. Yeah, yeah, I would make it onto the list, but I was never at the top. Yeah. The booklets took this person to the top of the list. Yeah, because we're talking like twenty-two thousand pages. Yes, this is like, but it was a booklet. I paid attention for to the numbers. Everything. Yes, literally every subject under the sun. To the point where once I was teaching this subject with this person, and they said to me, "Oh, don't worry, I've got a booklet for that." And I was like, "I'm gonna make some resources." Yeah, we don't. We don't. Need I'm, thank you. Appreciate that. Do you have a digital copy? No, no. Oh, no, no. Now she has both. Oh. But the students also get both. They get a digital copy oh, and a printed that's copy. Fun. The reason why there's a printed copy and a digital copy, copy is because part of the issue with this teacher is that she loses things. Assignments, the booklets, drafts. Mm-hmm copies mm-hmm. where she wrote down her grades now that we don't have our bi- you know i liked the big teacher diary i still have one i see i want one i keep meaning to order one every year i always forget i I'm like having the nerd. paper copy i'm a big ass nerd i also like having the sector marks book or mm-hmm. your day map or whatever mm-hmm. i also like having both because one of the other bad teacher stories we do a whole episode about that person they keep deleting things yes and then my grades have been deleted the good thing about day map is everyone's is individual no one can oh, touch my shit so annoying it's really good because otherwise i think i would kill someone yes well there's always almost been a death but 
one of the things before Mary came to the school. Were you, were you at the school on Saturday? I can't remember. I don't no. think you were. This person was teaching. I won't say. Well, I said I teach English, so I guess there's no point trying. I was teaching Year 12 English with me. And I'd been teaching it for maybe three years, four years at the time. It was just the two of us. And you know, students complain about teachers a lot. How come we're not doing the same text as you? I want to be in your class. Or I don't like this person. And usually the reasons are inane, mm-hmm. silliness, yeah. personality clash. The person yeah. told me off. But some of the year 12s were saying, it's now term two. We haven't got our drafts back from term one. And we weren't really using sector. Hmm. I don't think we had it yet. It was all paper. So I'm like, well, I can't really check. Yeah. Can't really do much better. I'm like, oh, that's really weird. Ask the teacher. No, no, no. They're lying. Okay. You, you, you take know, them at their work. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Kids mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. We get towards a little bit more term two, and the kids are like, you know, where my class is up to, we're on track. Um, we're not up to that yet. What do you mean? We still haven't got our drafts back the very first task I'm thinking this is getting bad I report it to the next in command like the faculty leader we'll check it don't hear anything of it I assume it's sorted we get to term three the juicy term the juicy term where all shit hitteth the fifth (laughs) and then the person is away from work for a legitimate reason away it was an injury or something and all of a sudden the person so it'd been reported to the faculty leader and then I reported it higher because it still was a problem I think the faculty leader's I can't remember anyway someone higher above then found out didn't hear anything everything's taken care of everything seems to be fine cool turn three we get to that moment if you taught English where there's the external it was a different external at the time but it was still the external it's still worth 30% the person hurts themselves and then they realise then person's not coming back to school for the rest of the term, the external student. They didn't end up coming back for the rest of the year, I believe. Or at least until the year 12 had finished. And all of a sudden, I think they were the deputy principal at the time, comes running to me. Maybe they say something, they come and run. There's nothing. There's no marks. There's no drafts. There's no good copies. There's nothing. Some kids have... <laughs> we had this localised drive from the computers that we could all get to. Some kids had loaded their drafts to there. Some kids had nothing. Some of them had been printed. There was no year 12 marks in term three. <laughs> nothing <laughs> at all. Panic stations. I'm like, okay, well, I've been telling you this all year. Yeah. I, I what, do we, what do we do? They ring the person. We'll send a courier to get the stuff. The stuff comes. It's like one assignment draft like one like one group of assignments all drafts no good copies and a couple of drafts for another assignment and nothing else the external hasn't happened none of the other it was like eight tasks at the time the two big the, what were they used to be called oh my goodness I can't remember what they were you used to have to do like interacting with community or writing for publication I can't remember what they were called application studies none of those had happened they're worth 15%. They're bigger. They're worth more. It's mayhem. And all of a sudden, myself and the English coordinator are pulled out of our own year 12. Well, she had lit studies, I think, out of our year 12 classes to take for three days. This, so my year 12s lose me for three days. To take this class through all of the year 12 work for the entire three terms in three 
cool, we've got one assignment draft. We draft the work. This is when you printed everything out. This is not on paper, like not on, not digital. You print it out, you do it, go fix it, give it straight back to me. They're sitting there fixing it in front of you. I am stunned. Then we stunned do, into Then we do the next one. It's a film study. We can't go back over the film. We don't have time. The kids have taken notes. We've de- they've deconstructed the film. Nothing else has been done. So they write the assignment in front of you. We're shortening things. What can we what can we do provisions for? What can we change? We get them through an entire year's worth. Kids have like drafts of lots of stuff. They just never handed them in and it's never been given back if they did hand them in. So luckily most of the kids had like most drafts done. But there were some kids who, you know, you don't there's do anything. Always, yeah, and that's the thing, is there's no accountability. No. There's no checkpoints. We took and them so... through everything in like three i think after the three days we had a whole bunch of drafts for things like we got them all to do drafts for things that hadn't finished kids who had done drafts had mostly finished like good copies and we had to go and i was like do i get paid like it sounds horrible do i get paid extra for doing this no i get nothing so i'm trying to keep on top of my work plus do this extra work yeah because there is extra work for this teacher who to this day not that anyone brings it up anymore because it was a long time ago but when it used to get documentation of that there's nothing it was there's nothing there like you know like you know for a fact you know you could you could say to me like oh do you have an example of this or do you have yeah. you know a piece of work from this student or that and i could send it to you absolutely because i and have it do. all and i do because i have it all and i have it all organized in such a way that you know i can pinpoint this particular student's piece of work like even you know once we went digital even pretty much it's from easier. like yeah even from like a few years ago you could say to me i want this particular student's comparative essay because it was really good and i could find it and for you could get and it, send absolutely. it to you i'm just watching your cato he is a fiend for plastic he's a loving life he's having a good time he i can just bastard. hear his little paws yeah. like i'm like do so i even try I don't know, but yeah, now he's staring he's at us. Like, he yeah, knows. He's just being such a jerk. He's so funny. But, and then this person wasn't allowed to teach senior school subjects for ages. Mm-hmm. Now they do. And the same things keep being brought up every year. Grades, Shocker! Grades don't go in until, like, the week before marks are due. Where did these grades come from? She's not writing them down. Where are they coming from? And that's the thing, is, like... What I like about, you know, our process as air quotes good teachers is that, you know, we have a paper trail. We give the students feedback so that they can actually improve on their next piece of work. And you can go into our marks book and see that comment and see it all. And like, you know, there's never any question of like, how did they get this grade? You can see it. I can give you proof. Oh, it's just causing me anxiety. I'm just thinking about it. And <laughs> ah, then um, stress. you could always tell the students who had been in their class because they would make a joke about, you know, the booklets or my favourite. I never did any work in that class. And I still passed. And I still passed. And I'm like, well, buddy, guess what? You're and doing work now. Or my favourite was, I, I remember a kid saying it and they'd been in the class for year eight, year nine. They were in my year 10 English class. I never did any work. Like I, I do a bit of a stalk when I get kids. I just mm-hmm. suss out what they what they were like. Yep, I do think. And then sadly, I suss out who they had because you know, especially if you've been out of school for a while, you know who the bad teachers are, and you know if kids are coming from a certain person's class, they're going to have gaps in their knowledge. Yep, you're going to have to teach paragraph structure. Ugh. 
you're going to have to like teach some of the basics. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do film techniques. Because they haven't done that. Yeah, and it's like, but you're in year eleven. How do you yeah. how do you know how do you not know what a film technique is? My favourite was when you would say, How did you get away with that? And the kids would really happily tell you. Yeah. She well, she would lose assignments and so they soon, very soon like, Oh, I gave it to you. Oh, yeah, no, you did. You say it with conviction. Yep. Oh, you did. Yeah, 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 you did. I've read it. Or when there was paper copies, they would sneak it into the pile mm-hmm. when it was late. Mm-hmm. It's been there the whole time, miss. Yeah. Or oh, my favourite. You lost it. You gave me a B. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yep, yep. And the B would appear. Yep. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. They are clever. Oh, my God. The bastards. <laughs> yeah, those the, the bastards. <laughs> it was just like... It's it's horrifying. Yeah. It, that's that's probably and the the what makes me feel mean about it is she's a lovely lady. Yeah. When you speak to her. Yeah. She's a lovely person. She always asks how you are. I mean, she has to touch you when she talks to you, which kills me. It doesn't make her a bad teacher. That just makes her not my type. Stop touching when you talk to me. I you don't got, need to touch me. I got me. this bubble. Just don't. Nice this is my. But that's this just is a, my that's just a me thing. Yeah. That's just a me thing, but. doesn't mean like you hit a certain age and you're a bad teacher my mom is still teaching yeah and she's older than miss b and she's great and the kids love her yeah and you know it's not your age it's when when have you lost the, the drive the drive the passion things properly yeah or did I, you never have it to start off I, with and I that is my question you. when it comes to that person is mm. i just i don't i can't imagine i no. can't imagine a time when they actually did have it? No, because I've never seen it. I've been there for 12 years and I've never seen it. My other favourite is I feel like it's just been like, I like this student. Mm. I get they and I've heard this conversation, I'm not just making it up. They tried really hard, I gave them an A. And then you would read it and be like, but this is This is not this is not an A. But they tried really really hard. They deserve the A. No, that's not not how how we works. No, that was that was a rude awakening. Then you do cross moderating. Mm. And you look and you'd be like, well, this is a C. Yeah. And you've given it a B or an A. But you've, but you've also got the other side of things. Like, the I was being way. bullied by that student. I'll give oh, them a C. I know. And then they're actually an A student. Or they're actually, like, yeah. a fairly good student. And their stuff is quite astute. And yet... They've got a C. And you can't what do anything happening? for no. that. Like, you just have no. to sit back. And what do Report you do? it where you can. But then what? Then what? Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. And I was talking to this about uh, talking to Mary about this when I got to her house. I'm like, I have a new story about Miss Baby, <laughs> and I deliberately didn't tell her the story so she could hear it. Oh God. Okay. Okay. There might be actual tears, people. It, it's you actually mentioned the content of the story a little bit earlier. You you get it. Oh. Okay. Oh, so no. oh. this morning my year elevens come into my class. They are fired up about I don't know what. How could she say that? I don't even know. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ooh. I thought they were talking about another student, to be honest. Like, you know, teenage yeah. drama. Yeah. Like, guys, are we cool? Tell Miss Dee Dee. You can tell her. I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, friendship drama. I'm like, all right, we're five minutes early. Yeah, they get there on okay. time. They're studies kids. Let's go. No, no, no. We need to talk to you about Miss B. I'm like, but I roll my eyes a little bit because I've heard most of oh, she didn't grade this, she didn't grade that, whatever. They have her for a different subject off the English because they obviously have me. And I would never. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Um, I'm like, okay, um, 
sure. I'm like, is this just a normal whinge or is this like a legitimate thing? Like, if you're just going to bitch to me about a person for no reason, I don't need to know. Yeah. No, this is, we want your opinion. Okay. Okay. In their class, it doesn't matter what subject it was, for some reason, she read them a poem. It was written by a Somalian refugee. Okay. Um, it has the N-word in it. Now, if I, because one of the kids said, if, there, if you were going to read a book out loud to a class um, and it had the N-word in it, what would you do? I said, well, first of all, if there's any black people in the class, I would immediately say, I, as a white person, do not really get to have a judgment on this. Which would you prefer? I'm obviously not going to say the word. That's never an option. Would you prefer I just skip it and just blank? So, like, you blank keep going or would you prefer I say the phrase n-word mm-hmm. like what what do you think is appropriate because yeah. you know it's not the word is not it's not being used to like you know to define me yeah right and the kids were like that's exactly that's that's a great I'm not trying to big note myself but I was like well that's what I would do that makes sense to me yeah no this teacher Miss B decided to read and the poem apparently mentions it quite a few times the kids were like it also didn't really have much to do with what they were talking talking about refugees and she just decided this poem was relevant because it was a modern poem you see yes so therefore it will make them cool or hit or whatever it mentions like four or five times i believe she reads it out unflinching hard r sound at the end the kids told me and everything which makes it i actually learned just the other year with you that there's the two different sounds i don't know okay they're telling me i'm like i've got my hands in my mouth Mm. and i could hear myself going that's what I thought the problem was I'm like alright they're like no 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 that's not the problem now these kids you gotta remember I'm not saying that if you're not doing that studies you're not smart that's not what I mean eloquent yeah um thoughtful yeah well spoken kids right I was like oh it's not the end what happened we decided to together write an email expressing why we were offended and upset that it's a very mature response. Yes, that she had used this word, explaining to her. Because, you know, kids can be like, we'll fight up. I'm like, was it a polite email? Like, I get you'd been angry, rightfully so. No, no, no. We wrote it, rewrote it. I read the email. It was, in fact, very polite, very well thought out. Um, nothing bad. Now, the kids themselves didn't show me the email. It happened later, but I've read the email. Yeah, well put. This teacher loses them. How can you? I've read this poem many times before. No one's ever had a problem with it. Maybe no one's told you they had a problem with it. Yeah. The reply ends with, and here's my favourite part of the story, and the bit that I think you will be the most dismayed by. Oh, hello, little Kato. Um, he's trying to eat my laptop. You'll do that. Um, how dare you? Blah blah blah. I know what I'm doing. How dare you call my professionalism to question? And then ends the, with the email with. I'm not even completely all white. <laughs> I wish you could have seen her face. As if that is the like that makes it okay. Yeah, like I can I'm just not, throw around the N word because I'm not fully white, so I'm not 100 white. I was like the kids. That's so not I how heard that, that works. Part. And again, my reaction was almost like yours, but without the eye rolling. I think my mouth just was fully agape. 
I had, because I had been speaking, I had my mask off, but both my hands were covering my mouth. There was no coronavirus getting through because I was shook. Shooketh. Oh yeah. I was shooketh. I sat there in silence for a good two to three minutes. What do you say to that? That is not going to be throwing your colleague under the bus because we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And I've already gone, no, a million times, which is probably not the most professional reply. <laughs> I should have been like, oh, let's talk about it properly or, you know, whatever. I sat there. I didn't know what to say. And my only, my only response was, have you taken it to the head of school? Yeah. No, should we? I think yeah. yes. Yeah, I think I this think is actually you should. a time when you can and you should. And you should. And I said, you have their reply. Because yeah. they were even almost more angry about the reply. Yeah. And one of the students said, it's like when a racist person says, but I have black friends. Yeah. I have a black friend. I have, I have dated someone who's black. And they were just like, and the respect for... Now, I've never heard that person use any language like that. Ever. I know other teachers have used the word. Yeah. No, I know that that teacher does. Never heard it before. Blew my mind. I knew that when they read To Kill a Mockingbird, they used yeah. the word. And we had her and I a conversation about, she's like, I don't know why that's so upset. I'm like, because it's not appropriate to say. Yeah. I know it's in the book. The book was written in a different time. You need to address that though. If you're say go- that. If you are going to, if you are adamant that you're going to say the word, Which you, you need to address it. You shouldn't. You need to address it. Yeah. I was like, this was written in a time when this word was used. I still would never say it. No. I would still address it. That's why it's in the book. Yeah. I am not going to say that. No. But like, say for example, like with um, any novel that has like a swear or anything, yeah. like The Curious Incident. I swear. I, away, I swear. And I say, but I say, it's language in context. I'm not just dropping the F-bomb in the middle of the class because I think it's fun. But it's also not, yeah, it's not just me like cussing because Although I can. I wish that I could. Yeah. Would be great. But, you know, I say it's language in context, but you need to address the fact that there is language in context and you need to reference the context. You need to discuss that. The most distressing thing that came out of that conversation, besides that, and I only obviously told you what I would have told you the story anyway because I was beside myself. I didn't know what to do. Um, was that, and also it goes along with the person we're talking about, is that when the other kids in the class, because obviously people were coming in as so they were telling me the story because the lesson was starting, the kids started telling me about the bad teachers that they've had, which is why I actually said, hey, let's do this episode today. And some of the stories that, like, our practice teaching thing was bad, like, our teachers for practice teaching were bad. But some of the stories these kids have told, some of which I have already verified because I'd heard the stories before from other students yeah. as being true, were bad. It was the stories where I wasn't shocked about the person that made me think about it afterwards and think, like, this is an issue. Yeah. Because when you hear a story about someone who is your colleague and a student tells you something that they've done that makes them a bad teacher, yeah. and sometimes a bad person, sometimes this teaching, and you're not shocked by that information, be like, mm, yeah, that's what they're like. This is a problem. Mm. We should be shocked and appalled and, oh my God, I can't believe that. Yeah. Not like, yeah, that's what they're like. Because if that's what they're like, they shouldn't be teaching. No. And because this is not a funny story. And why, and why should I be excusing appalling behaviour? Yeah. This is There's no, no excusing it. Because we said there were funny ones. This is not one this of the funny, funny ones. This is not funny The reaction was funny. Mm. The story itself is not funny. And mm. I, you know, the kids asked, are you going to take it? They're like, no. And you know what? I took it. Because I thought, 
this needs to be addressed because and I and I think sometimes it's age is not an excuse I'm like it's like this and people use it in a negative way but like work culture everyone's work everyone's too PC like you know these things matter if you used a homophobic slur or anything like yeah. that you would expect to have that addressed why is this different yeah and then so I took it to the head of school and she was aghast yeah so go talk to the student interesting thing was like I said other stories came out but they mentioned another teacher from the same faculty who also has used that word and I know that they've used that word and I'd heard the story before I'd heard a different story with a different class the year level who's now in year 12 I didn't know it was still happening because I thought it had been addressed already and I just was like well fuck yeah I mean what do you do if it like if it doesn't get addressed by higher ups it's never going to change and it's never they're never going to think it's an issue no oh I can say that because I'm not fully white that is that's that, the favourite part that right? for me that was why because I when they told me that bit I laughed which is like I, I was so shocked I didn't know what to do and I started laughing because one of the kids was like you're not all white either I'm like I'm Spanish like this um, there's no like, I'm a white person. Like, you could say I've got Spanish me. Spanish people are mostly white too. Like, let's be real. Um, I'm white. It doesn't matter even if I had not all white, I'm using speech marks, of whatever description in my ethnicity somewhere. I'm yeah. white passing. I pass for white even if I'm not. Like, that still has its own inherent privilege. And there's that whole other thing that people have to, like, navigate if they're not all white but white passing and then there's like you have this privilege but you're not privileged at the same time and all this craziness that's not the issue here no this woman is a white woman yeah no no that to me and like those little bits about my booklets that's a little bit funny losing assignments not really funny but mm, okay yeah the year 12 thing was a shamato shamato it was a shit show and like there's professionalism there's being organised like I've lost stuff before I mean now that everything's digital I don't lose anything no but I've been like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I thought I sent you back your draft. Yeah. So now to combat that, I upload everything back to the sector. I don't even yeah. email it back yeah. anymore, just in case. Because yeah. then it's in there. Exactly. Same. So I know I'm not the most organized person on the planet. So I take steps to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. All of that, you can excuse me. Like, oh, yeah. miss B. Yeah. This, no. No, no. That is, that is a, like a the, massive issue. I don't even know what the four criteria that we gave. Laziness, complacency, yeah. <laughs> refusal to move with the times, and being creepy. I don't even that's all of them none of them it's but Race, like, don't be racist I mean I don't oh, should we have added that in <laughs> I thought that was obvious I thought that was pretty like just don't okay don't. along with don't be a creep don't be racist or sexist or sexist or any kind of ist, ist yeah or ick yeah you know guys yeah come on I think that's good advice I think so okay don't and what have we learned today don't say the n-word people no no well I guess class dismissed. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, you can go. I think everyone needs yeah, recess after that. I think so. We'll do another one later. Bye. Bye.